Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Listening Show, a show you can listen to. I was just thinking about The Watching Show. If you heard about that show, you shouldn't have because it's a show you have to watch to believe. <laughs> that was my one chance to use the phrase, see to believe, and I ruined it. That's just because it's called The Watching Show. It, you just got to look at it to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> just look that way and you will you will think it. Ah, shoot, I don't know. Now, the yeah. tagline for that is going to be a show you can watch, obviously. It's like... Oh, <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I was just thinking about it because I think we talked about it a bit here on the listening show, but we want to move everything out of the room I'm living in. And when I move into a different room and we want to set up something in there where we would do this, the listening show there, because right now we're doing it by moving it around, but we want to set it up in there so that we can also, for example, play games. I think that's mostly what we'd focus on is essentially that it's, it'd be like a let's play kind of, I mean, mm-hmm. That's what we want to do the most. It's not that we couldn't do something else, but we want, to, we want to have these microphones and have a TV over there and then pick a game. We were just watching somebody play a game, someone playing something from their childhood, and I was like, dude, picking a game from your childhood would be really fun to play through. And the first thing that popped in my head, something else just did just now, but I want to think about it, was a game back on the Mac, and Macs weren't meant for playing games, but it was a learning game where you play basketball by typing certain keys on the keyboard. And I want to see it again. And I imagine getting some of these games that are really old to be actually pretty difficult, but wouldn't it be something to get that nostalgia? Like, whoa, part of my history I totally forgot about. Yeah. And you mentioned, what was the game? You said something. Mr. Potato Head. Okay. For the computer. It was another kid's game. (coughs) It was awesome. What it was was like, like I remember how it started. It was like Mr. Potato Head and his, and his like little daughter. And he called her like Spud or something. Mm. And then I remember like, we have to go save the thing. And then they like went to this carnival and they like you play these games, but the games are all like spell bet. And then it's like, uh, B O T. And then, you know, and then it's like, Oh, you lost a piece of your body. And then you hear the sounds in your head. very Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. There's like several, there's a particular voice, like keys, like, or whatever you'd call that triggers, voice triggers that like when you perform a certain thing, then it activates the next like little cut scene and then it takes you to the new game. Like point and click games. Yeah. You, you have to click things. That's basically it. Yeah. Or like you hide, like you find the hidden stuff. Right. There's something hidden behind something. You just have to click yeah. it. Or- and because the game's so old is there's always hiding in the same spots, but and you, even <laughs> though you played it 50 times, it's still like, we got to find it and you yeah. know where it is. But then you click on the other stuff to see the animations of it being wrong. So we didn't really have, from what I remember, we didn't really have computer games. We had an old Mac, and it had something on it called Kids Desk. I don't know if Kids Desk was a demo or if the games within Kids Desk was a demo. Oh, my gosh, Kids Desk. Uh, It's going to be so hard for me not to YouTube and just see it because Kids Desk was, oh, you know, every screen was like four by three. And all the art was like really pixelated because it's like low quality back in the early 90s or 90s that's what the, the stuff was so you launch it basically it's a kids program on a computer instead of booting windows or mac or the adults mess up. you just it's like it like basically is a virtual desktop mm. anyway you could pick what your desk there were several desks you could pick i remember mine it was like a black and it was like futuristic and i was so happy with it and there'd be six icons two by three on the desk and you could scroll by the six and each one of those would be an icon for a game well, we didn't own these games, but there were demos for all the games. Remember, there used to be demos for games. Yeah. So I loved all the demos. There was a SimCity demo where you'd have, I think, a limited amount of time. It was a specific time, like 10 or 15 minutes. I, got, I played it over and over and over again. I got so efficient. I found out what was capable, what was the most you could do in 15 minutes. Yeah. But that was the fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to get the whole thing. I want to see how much I That's can do. That's so funny. Lighting everything on fire and building a train loop. Uh-huh. Another one was... I still, it's underwater, and there's one sound of bubbling underwater noise. It would play over and over and over. I know that sound very, very well. Mm-hmm. I, don't remember the, I don't remember the premise. I know what Do it looked sound. like, though. I can't. That video bubbles. There's some character that's like a robot or something. I think you're in a submarine. I don't remember the premise of the game. It was the, oh, yeah, to like click, whatever. It's like cartoon, but fun. There was that one. And then there was one when you're supposed to farm or get things for animals. Shoot. Man, I, I might just go through with it and look up on 
try to just try to find these just to see a picture. Just seeing a picture of one of these games would be enough to be oh, yeah, little tiny flutter. What are some other? Can you remember any other games? I totally, so yeah. old and obscure. I love that you brought up the whole demos thing because that that ha- used to happen. You know, when you're a kid, you don't have money to just buy the demo game or whatever. I was happy but to like, have demos. Our yeah, parents yeah. buy us games. Well, like I know that like the like my my first phone it had a demo of a Sims game too, hmm. and it let you play for about ten or fifteen minutes. And it's so funny when you got you got really efficient at like yeah. getting really far <laughs> in fifteen minutes. Like you figured out about a track this way, and then I talked to this person. By the way, it's a fun premise for a game. Yeah. You it literally, is. it only exists for a certain amount of time. That's actually kind of like that game that we were watching today, technically, that Markiplier oh, yeah. was playing. That yeah, game, you have so. like a certain amount of time before like the whole house just explodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it just repeats and yeah. you just get Oh, there is at- another game like that where there's somebody or two people in a room. It all takes place in a room and you relive the same scene in the room or days in the room. Yeah, whatever. it's like Groundhog Day, but in a yeah, game. Yeah, well, I guess the premise has been done. But anyhow, sorry, games, demos, phone. Yeah. Well. Sim- was Sims? Yeah. What was your game? I think it was a Sims game. It was okay. like it was a sim, sim, life simulator kind of thing. It was fun. Because apparently that's what Sims is. I didn't know that because as a kid it was, I guess it was called Sim City because mm-hmm. it was all about building stuff. Yeah. There were no people. Like you're simulating a city. I remember you could raise taxes, lower taxes. This was before <laughs> I was too, I didn't understand what they meant. All I knew is you hit raise taxes and then the, the, the sound of the audience, oh, but... It was kind of pixelated and garbled because it was like 90s audio. And then mm. Lori Texas. Ah, 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 same noise. Arrow, arrow. Ah, ah. Yeah. I, remember, you know, ah. I remember that. And I felt bad. Like, I need money, though. Yeah. They sound upset. <laughs> yeah. Man, what a good time. Yeah, we were talk- we've been planning kind of the, list- the watching show for a while now, but... Because the other reason we wanted to do that is because we like playing video games a lot, but we can't really, we've talked about this, but it's hard for us to justify uh, the time <laughs> expenditure because it is it is literally just wasting time. And technically in an existential sense, if, maybe recording it would be too, but at least it would be fun for us. Yeah. But if we could help a, other people waste their time, yeah, then it would be justified. That'd no, be I, morally superior. I understand. Yeah, you said planning yeah. the show. I can't say we've been planning. I wish we have. We've been thinking about and wanting to do. And I guess in a way we're working toward it. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. Hopefully, and please don't put us on the spot. We'd like to have it going in three months or, or less or about, you know, before yeah. the end of the year for sure. Like I can't see why it would happen by then. Yeah, it'll be so. It's going to be fun to set up, like you said, an entertainment center. I think the fun part of it, though, really is going to be collecting all the consoles, basically, and just building up a library over time. It's just going to yeah. grow and evolve. So what yeah. do we got? Got a PC, I guess. Um, got Xbox One, GameCube. Do you have GameCube? Right? You don't. I have all the Nintendo systems. All of them? Except for the original Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Do you have 64? Yep. Oh, my God. Now, uh, I need to fix it, but I have it. Yeah. Shoot, well. I have Nintendo 64, GameCube, Wii. Wii U, Nintendo Switch. You know what um, we're missing? What? Aside from the original Xbox, which I would love to try again. You don't, you don't really need it. You can play on the new ones. But PlayStation, I guess we're going to have to probably maybe at some point get one. Yeah. That'll be an event if someone goes, hey, you have to play this PS4 exclusive. Yeah. And then over time, it's like, hey, man, we saved enough now that we can just buy this and play the game you want to see. That'd be fun. But yeah, that would be fun. It'd be cool to have, I don't know if this is, this is a fantasy, but like a glass cabinet. Mm-hmm. Attached to the entertainment center, and you can see all the consoles on display. Like, look at all this! Yeah, it'd be handsome. For yeah, sure. yeah. And then times. we can you can get like we can get like a little um, input switcher deal where we can plug everything in there, and then just like switch GameCube and yeah. PlayStation and all that stuff, and then just have one unit plug into the TV or whatever. There's definitely a way that we can make it efficient and good. We also need to get a PC in case we play computer games. Yeah, which well, is, that's the most important thing. I'm hoping I'll be able to. Uh, get a new one before the end of the year, and then we could just use my old one. I'll donate that, which isn't bad. Yeah. It's just old now. It's five years old. Whatever. Yeah. Here's an interesting and maybe self-deprecating thing we could talk about about it, though. Uh, is it really like a good idea to do it? Like I, we're gonna we're gonna probably do it. Like I want to do it. Is you want to watching do it. show a good idea? Yeah. Like like, do you think the world needs another need. let's play? Oh man, you know I'm so cynical and I really am critical of the word need. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. But would they enjoy it? I truly believe that they would. Yeah, I think and so I, that too. doesn't sound too arrogant. I yeah. really think people would like the watching it's, show. You know what? The reason is that we're the funniest guys. That's so like basically if we if we did it, then it would be the funniest show. 
Um, that's the reason. So you and it's and it's infallible. That's why. Man, it's hard to keep a straight face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My argument is sound. No, I, I, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I was like, all right, so is is just humor for the sake of humor and time wasting good? Yeah, yeah. If you if like especially if like we happen to catch people at a time where they could do that without you know costing themselves any you know, I don't know. If you, I don't know if you go know where I'm going with this. I, I've thought about this issue, yeah. and I have some thoughts about it. So as a YouTuber, I make content that potentially makes people happy or for five minutes, whatever it is, and I see that as a good. Now, I can be critical and say you're wa- they're wasting five minutes. They're not necessarily getting more done in their life, but they were happy for five minutes. So while I could have maybe done more with my five minutes, I think because I did good, good is good enough. Because mm-hmm. good is bad, better than like them being bored or sad, and hearing people say, "Hey, you, you make my week because I get to watch this little thing." Like, I think it's sure you could always do better, but that's that's a good. So yeah. I think ultimately the watching show, even though we will probably be wasting people's time, be time well wasted. Yeah, yeah, time gonna be, well wasted. They'll be happy, and it'll. I understand your your plight, but that's where I land. Well, the other thing here's the other justification that I have for this. All the we could justify it all day, but we don't need any other reason to do it other than we both want to, and yep. it sounds so fun. Yep. Um, but there's like a lot more reasons because I think it'd be fun for other people, like you said too. But also, um, like I know speaking personally, because I'm a person right now who can't justify playing a lot of video games. Yeah. Because it's like I should be doing chores or working or whatever. I a lot of times when I'm at work, I will experience a game through other people, and then the adding the, the the other people add like a little bit to the experience of the game storyline. Um, so like for instance, if I wanted to watch a really long narrative, very expository game that has a really cool story that I just don't know yet, um, then I can just wa- I can do that while I can listen to it yeah. at work. We, and then I'm not wasting any time. Yeah, just, you can supplement people's lives, not necessarily sure. waste their time. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like listening to it work. That's when I had awesome. my, my last desk job. It was just Markiplier behind the desk. Yeah, <laughs> all, all for the, for the hours. I'm like, thank you, Markiplier. Right, this yeah. job would have been way boring without you. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a justification, but it's also a selfish reason because we want to play games and we want to feel like we're not wasting time yeah. by doing it. Well, it also, people like, like watching games. Like, it's yeah, just we're, we're guilty of that. Yeah, we watch a lot. Like, we'll, we'll get, I mean, half the days that we've come home and we've been like, you want to watch something? It's <laughs> half movies and shows and half games. Yeah. We'll watch people play horror games or something. I really like the long form content where it's an hour or three hours of a gameplay and then you can just... It's the right amount of entertainment sometimes, as yeah. opposed to a 20-minute thriller episode of a show where you kind of have to pay attention. This is three hours of, I'm going to disconnect my mind for a bit and just chill. And, oh, that was a scary part. Whatever. Okay. It's just, yeah. just like it's easy. You can just be on your phone. You can talk to each other while it's on. It's just it's it's, the right yeah. amount. Yeah, it'd be cool to doing some long form stuff like that. Yeah. We'll do some short stuff, too. kind of depends on the game, but. It's, I, it's like diluted. It's still like diluted entertainment almost. Mm. Well, like I, I'll describe that. Like, you know, some entertainment is to be experienced as fully as possible. And like, that's really cool. That's my favorite kind of entertainment. Like, like musicals where like, it's a thing that you watch to see it and to one, listen to, to, you know, you can experience it a bunch of different ways. One is mashed potatoes. The other one is potato chips. One you mm. can just ingest slower and enjoy it just as much. But one of them is just hearty. Yeah. It's just, oh. Yeah, crunchy. Whatever. There's different kinds of food, different kinds of entertainment to consume. Uh-huh. And I like the snack entertainment sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the difference between, you know, like listening to music while you're, you know, doing something else and ex- like watching it's a kind of like podcasts, kind of. Like they can yeah. be long form. You can zone in or out. Music can do that. You can do it with music too. Yeah. I think most people, I'm deviating a little bit. Most people, when they hear songs, it's just kind of in the background. Their brain chimes in or out whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Not often, I don't think people go, okay, shh, I'm going to spend three minutes just listening to this. Yeah. I have. I, for my favorite band, Red, whenever a new album would come out, I'm like, okay, shh. I'm listening to the whole album start to end with nothing else and just my eyes closed and just think. <laughs> the yeah. first, and then that, after that, whenever. But the first time. Uh but yeah, I mean, I think most people just like casually 
Would you call that casually ingesting yeah. entertainment? Yeah. I was, there was like, a, I think it was another Jordan Peterson conversation I was listening to, but he was describing uh, what good artists do. And good artists are the ones who are best at shh and, and like listening. But it's not listening to another art piece. It's listening to another, it's listening to the place where art comes from, wherever that is. Um, and then when people experience that art properly, they do the same thing, but allow the art to do that with them. So like, he, I think it was Jordan Peterson just talking about a painting of a toilet that a guy, like he paints really realistic paintings and he just picks random spots and just paints them as accurately as he can. And people were like, why would you pick the toilet? And he was like, well, because I had to pay attention to every detail and it was beautiful or whatever. And, you know, people are like looking at this very detailed toilet and it's like, wow, that's really impressive. But, you know, it's not, it's, kind of, it's a toilet. But he's like, but in that moment, you're not thinking about the toilet. You're just thinking about the colors and stuff. And, and I can appreciate like people spending a lot of time to get it right kind of thing. So I, I don't know what, yeah, I don't know exactly how that relates to the the whole playing video games and how, exactly how to be it's, it's to be experienced. It's not like it's the fine wine when you watch a playthrough that you're like, I want to capture every moment. <clears throat> now that said, there are, some, you know, both of us will quote things that we've seen in playthroughs or whatever that were like particularly funny, po- like poignant moments that were just like so perfect in their timing or delivery or whatever. That is like so easy to repeat. <laughs> yeah. And that's almost like the same thing as appreciating specific things about a playthrough i don't know i don't know if that makes sense or if there's quote a- something is a little bit obscene but maybe not uh and then i also thought as an example i feel a little bad sometimes for people who really put a lot of work into creating a show for example and then it's all released and then people will watch the whole show in one day and the person who put their time and work into it really intended for someone to have one a week and think about it one a yeah. week i think um, i don't feel too bad like i'll We'll consume it how we want, but certain things are made to be consumed certain ways, but we almost often choose. We consume it at our, we however get we want. Yeah. Picky eaters. I think the There's best art. Eat. Yeah. This is an interesting little theory that I have, but I think the very best art is art that can satisfy and entertain and, and enthuse no matter what level of depth you look at it. Like you can, let's say you spend two seconds looking at a piece of, like of artwork like wow that's really pretty then you move on or then you spend five minutes looking at it and you're just like wow it's really pretty like you you actually notice the details that make it pretty and stuff and then you've got a person who's been studying this piece of artwork for 10 years and all the fine print appeals to all attention spans yeah yeah that's that's a better way to say it but you get my point you know art like paintings are a good example of that holds up to every level of scrutiny sure like face value or technical value like whatever it is Mm -hmm. i guess Painting, I don't know why paintings are this way, but they're like the, I think they're the best example of that. No, that, it's a good example, probably because it's a snapshot. Well, and people... You can judge it in an instant, like a show or a song where it takes time. Exactly. But also, they're the most expensive things that can be sold on the earth, basically. People will spend millions and billions of dollars on certain paintings because <sighs> because people who appreciate the fine, like liter- the literal brush lines or or that person who held it... There was a there was a conversation about value and worth, and it was so fascinating to me because they they were extrapolating and you know is this building Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson? I think it, I think they did value applied to oh shoot they were using I don't know if it was paint I think they think it mentioned paintings. Why does the painting have value? Why is it worth that? Millions? Was them? Yeah, I yeah. boy I've listened to a lot of Jordan Peterson. Um, that was interesting. Yeah, it was a very it was interesting, interesting conversation. Because it's not like they got the answer, but they got, yeah. I guess, a little bit closer. But that's just a good question. Why? Why is the Mona Lisa where so the value valuable? Come, where does the value come from? Yeah, and why does it have a dollar amount? I don't know. It's just, it was like the interaction of the person and the thing, and then oh, them it's like together. An exchange or an agreement. Yeah, we agree this is worth, but why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like people recognize what's worth and why, and it's it's almost tied to something that's invisible and not tangible, and people. People don't know why. It's just it's just widely known. Yeah, but paintings are weird like that. Artwork is weird like that. Yeah, it was I remember, weird. I remember something specific with the painting they were talking about. What if? I don't know if this is exactly how they said it, but the argument one of them was making was, "What if two pictures? It's a photograph, um, and one's a copy 
Um, there are, by all, all intents and purposes, they're the same photograph, but this guy took this one. Mm-hmm. Therefore, this is worth more, even though materialistically they're the same. So I don't know if this is what he said, but if machine painted, two painted, they're identical. Yeah. Somehow they're actually identical. Even though they're the same material, made the same way, same, well, same, this one's worth more. Why? Mm-hmm. They're the same. Yeah. It's interesting. It, yeah. I can't remember how that went. But uh, what we're referencing is a three-part debate, I think. Between, four parts. Was it four? Four-part debate mm-hmm. between Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson on YouTube. Uh, very, very fun. It was it was extremely entertaining. I've watched it a couple times. It was it was not it was central on on the idea of what truth is and what you know practical truth juxtaposed to literal truth and and there was this uh, Jordan Peterson sort of took the def- position defending the utility of like the Bible as opposed to other old other old uh, documents that exist and and why narratively it's it's worth preserving and Sam Harris sort of took the position the sort of utilitarian position where it's where he was sort of saying we don't need old doctrine to come up with good ethics the best ethics now which and it was really interesting Mm -hmm. because they're both right in some ways Mm. so worth watching if you've got hours it's like hour and a half each of the four parts or whatever so Part of the disagreement, I think, was that Sam Harris seemed to think that there's no truth that exists that we don't have access to now. It's not like a truth existed in the past that we need to hold on to this old stuff and the the not truths that come with it. And Peterson was like, no, there's some truths so true they, they, they're throughout all time and we need to keep as much of it as we can. I'm, I'm being a little muddy mm. there. It's tough to, it's really tough to summarize their points because they spent half, if not more, of the argument trying to clarify them. Yeah, people. they talked so, about several things. Mostly, yeah, they were kind of honed in. I know we're deviating from not like we're on any particular topic, but they were kind of at the core of it, debating about either the existence of God or the use, utility in in acting as if there is a God. Mm-hmm. Maybe more specific. Yeah, Jordan Peterson. <clears throat> one of the things he said, which is a thing I've had to think about for a long time, and I couldn't kind of help thinking about it ever since I heard it. But he was trying to to tie the idea of God and the logos together um, as the same thing in his argument. He was basically saying my theory is that they're the same thing and that we should treat them like the same thing. And technically from a scriptural sense, that's exactly correct. And I'd never thought of it that way before I heard that. And anyway, so I've been thinking about that ever since like, wow, the ultimate ethic, even though technically that's what we've been told for years is God is the best thing and everything's under God. But the actual ideal, the logos, as as is, is sort of number one dog. Anyway, I've been thinking about that for for a while. We were talk. Wait, we were, we got there because we were talking about uh, artwork and what's valuable and what's not. So, I guess tying it back to the listening show, we think it's valuable enough for the time expenditure it will take to create video. That's not the connection we made, but sure, let's bring it full circle. It eventually, that's ultimately the, how we tie it there. But the, I was basically saying, would be would it be, what good would it be to make more Let's Play videos? And I think it's more good if someone sits quietly smiling than it does or someone to sit quietly bored. I, that's, well, the boredom is not a bad thing. Well, again, it's yeah, it's not. It's a nothing. I'm calling it like neutral. Yeah. It's better to be good than neutral. I don't know. I'm just taking like the smallest mm. good you can do is good, and it might yeah. be worth doing. Can I? Yes. Okay. I'm going to. I was going to say, can I take the, can I argue the other way around? Or what would that be? Devil's advocate position. Mm. So like, like from like a Buddhist perspective to be, to be nothing and to be like tied to the, to not be enthused or entertained to like tap into ultimate, whatever is like the higher moral good, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. So, no, like, when you say it's better to be happy <laughs> than to be bored, some people would disagree. <laughs> and maybe I would, too. Like, it's like you should be able to find, you know, some way to entertain yourself. If you have to be entertained all the time, which is what American culture sort of dictates to us, then you're missing something kind of thing. Like, there's, there's peace to be found in the silence or whatever. This is not to say don't watch the watching show. <laughs> I think... If you're going to watch a Let's Play, we'd like it. We'd like you guys to watch it because it's fun for us. But anyway, the devil's advocate position would be it's not bad to be bored. What's bad to be is 
unsatisfied oh, and nothing. I, sorry, I understood it the second time around. It's just okay. I'm too tired to react critically. Like oh. I see your point, and I want to talk about it. My brain just goes. Oh, okay. It's like trying to grab something with a balloon hand. It's like I can't grab it. Like one of those stick hands you're trying to like pick up a piece no, of paper. No, that's way more useful. <laughs> Imagine your hand was just a, a sphere. I can't pick anything up. That's how it feels with my brain Ball right hands, now. Trying to pick it up like this. Or try to pick up something with an open hand. You, you can't move your fingers. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Oh. <laughs> well, what are you thinking about? I, <laughs> I couldn't pick anything up. No, I understood it. I can, I can touch what you were saying. Like, ah, yeah. ah, but I can't. Well, we don't, we don't manipulate it with my hand. I'll just leave it that, like as is then. We don't have to like actually go down that. Yeah, well, not that you shouldn't have done devil's advocate, but I, I wanted to play with your idea because it was interesting. Hmm. Well, oh, I just barely touched this and it goes, nah, we're not going to do camera anymore. Well, it might it start work? working in a second. Did it work? Did it work? That's a great reference. I don't feel no death on me. What'd you say? I don't feel no death on me. <laughs> what does he say? I don't feel no different. Oh. <laughs> I don't feel no I death on me. I think you've even me. told me that before. I don't well, feel no different. <laughs> We're quoting pirates. My camera probably won't work anymore today. No, well, I guess I could try this again. Not that it matters or that it's a great disservice if you can't see me. Ah, yeah, it'll work. It, it just renamed me. itself. There we go. I touched this cable, which is your keyboard cable and it goes nah mine just decided to stop whatever it's working now what were you gonna say i remember what was i gonna say what were we talking about it's before did it work and then i before that it was the the sphere hand devil's advocate you brought up something else i, I said i said it's you know some people from you know would oh. say that it's better to find peace in boredom. Oh, I was going to say something like... Because boredom is just like the... I, so, this is interesting, and I've thought about it this way before. Maybe, I'm sure someone's come said this this way before, but if entertainment is an addiction, which I think it is, then the withdrawals is boredom, if that makes sense. Yeah, again, I may even agree on some of it. I just can't contribute very much. I'll try anyway and make myself look bad. Does that? Would you think that's a good way to, to talk about that? Well, I know that? what you mean. Again, I, I just can't think critically enough to agree or disagree. Yeah. I'm trying. Does it sound right? <sighs> part of it. What part sounds wrong? <laughs> You're so annoyed. I'm like, no, think. it's not you. It's annoyed that I can't do anything about it. <laughs> it's like you saying, hey, man, help me move these, these roofing tiles. And I'm looking at you on the floor and I, I don't have a ladder. I can't, you're like, just help me. Just do it. I'm like, I can't reach. That's how it feels. Yeah. In my head. Yeah, that was good voice acting. Oh, I wasn't trying to voice act. I just, it just, something about the way you said it sounded like really real. Like, I, I can't reach. The way you said it, though, was like, it just came over clear. Okay, good. <laughs> I believed that character. <laughs> I believed he couldn't reach. I'm starting to think he can't reach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like an improv game. Like, okay, your your character is you're trying Make to me get, believe you're, you, you, he can't reach the roof. Go, and then I go. I can't reach. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you can't reach. That's what you captured the spirit of the character. Yes, he got the essence. It's almost like it's it's too far <laughs> for him to grab. Uh, it's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I want to skip to some other lily pad of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Jeez. Wait, I'm trying to... Where's the... Damn, it's always the last button you find, you know? Because I will... It's funny. But because... I, wait, 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 wait. That's so dumb because that's <laughs> obvious. If I'm looking for a button, it will be the last button I play every time. Yeah. Because I've got eight buttons. <laughs> and they're not labeled and you can't memorize them. No, know? wait, no. I think you missed what I said again. Oh, I it will always be the last button I play because ah, that's the one I'm trying yeah. to play. That's, that's literally the same as, here's a picture. It's a Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah. Right? Goes, here's a picture of me when I was younger. I said, man, every picture is a picture of you when you were younger. It's <laughs> yeah. the same idea. I got yeah. it now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like saying, man, I was starving all the way up until I ate food. Uh, Why was that? Yeah. You can hold your breath uh, until what, you die. Until you die. So what was what, you? You did this to kids. It's, I, I could technically hold my breath for the rest of my life. That's what it was. Hold my breath for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. No way. That's the same same joke or idea. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Finally got it. Foof. What a struggle. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> what? Nothing. That was just funny because I was like, wait, no, listen. Listen again. Listen to what I'm saying to <laughs> listen, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you move whenever you move out of that room and we like fix it up for that, I think we're gonna also put a space for our little setup here. Down, uh, in the listening room, yeah, the, in the, <laughs> the watching room, in the watching room. I can't wait. We're just gonna put a sign on the door, the list, the listening room, and also sometimes the watch room, like a big yeah, sign. It's the room. It costs like seventy bucks, but I'll probably print one. The sensory it's funny. room. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to. There's a joke in there. Oh, the sensory, the sensory room. Do you know? Be cool. A little, a little facetious. What's the right word? Not the right word. You know our. our uh, thank you. You know our ear logo. If we got like a fabric green kind of light square fabric banner with their logo. We just hung it up on the wall. Hmm. It'd be cool, but also, like, we don't need a, our logo up on the wall. We know who we are. But it's still kind of neat that we yeah. have a banner. What would be, be a great logo for, like, the the company of us to what we make would be, like, the ear and the logo, and, like, the ear logo with, like, eyeballs. Whatever and then the, the eyeballs can be the logo for the watching show. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, the, yeah, whatever we yeah, do. Yeah, and then both of them together. It's just, like, eyes and ears. That'd be, that'd be cute. You know, I was... I had that idea when we were doing the logo with our buddy. Well, the eyes I said, you mean, or yeah. them together. I was like, why don't you put like cartoony eyes on there? Because technically they could watch it too. For the listening show or the watching show? For the listening show okay. too. But but I, you remember like, because he was like, so is this going to be a whole head with an ear? You know, and whatever. We ended up deciding, nah, just an ear because it's just a listening well, show. Well, it's weird because cause it, it was like the first thing to come to my mind for the listening show. Okay, he Zach and I are listening into a... Uh, couple cans and a string but we're both listening to the cans and the string and i thought how do you turn it into a logo well the ear but with uh waves going out as if you're i thought that was silly you can't do that with a watching show though because while eyes uh receive receive and, and then they look ears they don't they don't give they only re- receive so it'd have to be something different but i do like the idea of eyes or something mm-hmm Anyway, yeah, it'd be cool to combine them. Yeah, yeah. But the like, show evolved. It's not no, no longer just a listening show. It's the yeah. watching show. You can do that and listen. You know how like cartoons break all kinds of rules, but it's like <laughs> it looks fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you believe it's a person, even if it's just like eyes and a body, if it's if it's drawn a certain way. Mm-hmm. Or like how the eyes might be on top of the head. It's or like the it eyebrows are floating. Yeah, above. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like so that's basically the idea I had for the logo is like it's an ear, but then there's eyeballs like on the front of it, so it looks like it's like it's like a really attentive person with a giant ear like listening. And and I drew like a little sample picture, and we ended up nixing it, but we could bring that idea back for like the logo of both together, and then the eyeballs. That'd be cute. I was thinking we chiller, could talk. But chiller, but I don't have the button. Gosh. Shoot, man. Yeah, we also, man, we're trying. We want to do a lot of things, but that one, been. but that one, we can do pretty, pretty simply. We uh, can use the our, logo or the watching show. The watching show. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about all the ideas we have for <clears throat> stuff. Yeah, you know, we, it's a little bit ironic. Is the watching show? The idea is that we won't be on camera. It's what we're playing is to be on camera. So ironically, you can watch us on the listening show, but you can't watch us on the watching show. Yeah, thank that God. Is. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> I just realized, wait a minute. <laughs> New fans will be like, what? If you guys, if you want to watch us, check out the listening show. Yeah. <laughs> I think I told you this idea because it was so stupid, but I was, I like had this dream where we also put the watching show videos on a podcast so you could listen to the gameplay. But then I like woke up and I was like, that doesn't make it. What? Yeah, it doesn't That's make stupid. sense. That doesn't make any sense. And like, no one would want to listen to a game that they can't watch anyway. I'd be frustrating. Yeah. Trying to listen to it, choosing to listen to it and going, but what's happening? Yeah. Be like, wow, look at that. I just, I just did it. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Wow. Someone, you you saw that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I did. Uh, wow, it's so great to be here in person. Oh, Watching it. You just saw that right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, I'm thinking about old games again. Oh, yeah. Like old games, because you were talking about some of the games that we want to play. Backyard baseball. There were backyard, the backyard series. There were several sports. Backyard baseball, backyard basketball, football. Backyard football, I love that. Mm. It was on the Mac. 
uh, full games. Can't remember how I came about them. This is these came after the ones I was talking about. I can't remember how they worked, but low graphics, two D cartoon. Um, it's awesome, man. I, I don't know. It's dumb by today's standards, I'm sure, but I love those games. Mm. Backyard football is my favorite. I just thought of it randomly. Any other random ones you can think of? Yeah. <laughs> And not just random and old, but like preferably obscure, like ones that I want to play on the watching show. Well, Should we ones tease that a couple if you of said them? it, people don't know what you're talking about. It's not like Mario mm. Kart 64. Like, oh, that's huge. Well, yeah. Maybe you can say, oh, Duck Hunt in the NES. That's oh, I got one. What this one? I don't know how obscure this one was, but when we had a Nintendo 64, I had a motor, like a futuristic motorcycle racing game called Extreme G. I think it was called. I think it's obscure enough. I have old obscure Xbox games. So. I think it's called Extreme G or maybe Extreme GX or something. I don't remember what it was called, but Extreme something. And I remember that game was so cool. On the 64. It was, so like, you know how like Tron, the like Tron works where like if you run into the tail of another bike, then it explodes it or whatever in mm-hmm. the movie. It was kind of like that. Um. Like there was a battle mode where you could where you could do that kind of thing and you'd like leave bombs and stuff. And I remember the graphics like now they would be terrible, but to me back then, like the colors. Oh yeah, colors. The colors were the like colors. Wow. It was like really purple heavy mm-hmm. and like really night themed. And so there's lots of neon lights. I'm pretty sure that game by itself inspired my aesthetic growing up. Like my whole house is just glowy LED lights and stuff. That's funny. Well, I, funny that you say the colors, because I didn't realize that's true for me. I wonder how many yeah. kids that's true for. Colors are important. Yeah. I remember, I remember. I I may not remember details about those games I was talking about, but I remember the color palettes exactly. Yeah. I know exactly like the palettes. I know them. Oh, I want to so play. Strange. I would do anything to play that game right now. I would do anything to play that, I loved it. Of the games you've mentioned, is that the one you want to play the most? Because, well, right now, I that's just yeah. the first one. I was trying to think obscure game that I don't think is like mainstream. Because I have a very similar one. I, I think yours beats mine as far as being old. But on the original Xbox, there was a game called MTX Moto Tracks with an X. Apparently, they made it for the GameCube. But yeah, I was gonna say that sounds familiar to me. And um, gosh, I loved that game. It was more obscure than Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four. Same kind of thing, but on motorcycles. And I remember trying to, this is the one game I can think of that's old that I've been trying to find and play. Mm. I tried to get an emulator. I couldn't. Uh, I bet I could. I was on the Mac years ago. I bet I could pull it off with a PC now. Anyway, it was just, it's just wasn't very good, mm-hmm. but I was just so into it. Shoot, just thinking about, like, I want to pick up a controller and just. Yeah. There was one, this is a, this is a weird short tangent, but it's just neat. There was a track or a course that was outside of somebody's house. So in their backyard, there's these tracks and jumps and foam pit and stuff this is a cool house mm. turns out that was a real place mm. it's called travis pastrana's house i'm sure you've heard the name that sounds so familiar he called it or calls it pastrana land because it still exists turns out when i lived in maryland i was within an hour of his house that map i played on as a kid was a real place and not far it was exactly my i was like well that's, that's a place because yes you never went but I don't, I'm not allowed to go to somebody's house because I played. Uh, his, it doesn't work that way. But I was at a motorcycle shop. He goes, "Yeah, Pastrana." Like sometimes he invites some people to go. I was like, "Oh my gosh! Wow!" I, I would. I would just love to see it. I don't need to. I just want to see that it exists. Yeah. It's like imagine playing some real life game. Game, and you know, that's a real place. You can visit it one day. Oh. Yeah. So it's like childhood real life. Anyway, it blew it's my like mind the, that I was even nearby. It's like the guys who re rebuilt the one of the ma- one or two of the maps from Call of Duty, the one of the multiplayer last for paintball. Have yeah, you seen that? Where they yeah. got like the the one with the two houses and then oh, the bus. Oh, uh, that's buses Nuketown. Was, yeah, Nuketown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's exactly these guys that. like rebuilt it so they could do airsoft and paintball there. It's just awesome. So cool. I love it. Yes. So imagine imagine you play Nuketown and it's, and you're you know, six years old. Yeah. I wasn't six when I played this game, by the way. But then someone goes to you when you're 26. By the way, it's a real place. And it's like we could drive 40 there. minutes away. Like, what? Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, anyway, sorry. I was a tangent. It's just neat. Yeah. But. Man, I'm thinking about Extreme G now, man. Okay. So we're going to look those up. Extreme G and Moto Tracks. And hey, if it's a 64 game. Yeah. I could almost certainly get an emulator and get that on my PC. And I own sure it. So I, I don't oh, know if own it, it Well, I, I own it, but I don't know if it works. So, but because I have bought it in the past, I don't feel guilty about emulating it. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, that's my rule, by the way. If we emulate any games, we have to own it. We have to have bought it. You own it. Yeah, yeah. I do the same thing with movies. I don't, 
I don't pirate or or torrent. I buy the movie. Yeah. Um, for two reasons. One, because I want to. I know they're owned by me. Because of those old infomercials about <laughs> you wouldn't download wouldn't a, steal a car. Yeah, that's you what, wouldn't that's steal what my a friend purse. Dan used to say. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a purse. You wouldn't download a baby is what he says. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, because I kind of like to respect people's stuff. And yeah. secondly, because it looks handsome on my collection. I have a collection. I do. Um, but yeah. You remember the, like, you still own that game, so yeah. to get an emulator of is is no problem. That that would be an exception for me. I I owned a movie I did I couldn't get to. I was like, I'll just watch it online. I own the movie. Yeah. Anyway, I already before paid for I go it. on to Extreme G, do you remember that infomercial that I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the stealing is against flashy the law, and it yeah. was like okay. it would play a lot of times on the beginning of VHS or yeah. DVDs. It had that old 2000 style jump yeah, cut editing 2000s. with like five frames per, frames per second, where it's like duh, 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 duh. stealing is against. It's like rock music, yeah, it's supposed to be cool and edgy. The law, and then there's like all these kids like looking at DVDs or whatever, like don't do it pirating whatever piracy is a crime piracy yeah yeah whatever anyway so extreme g i remember that it's a racing game too right so you know what you're familiar with the cover the concept rubber banding i need to be reminded of what it is so rubber banding and specifically to racing games there's a there's it's a it's a feature that's added to some racing games where the further back you are you get a slight speed boost or you get better items or something yeah i think rubber banding specifically pertains to speed increase to allow for there to be better competition Mm -hmm. um i remember that game had crazy rubber banding uh, to where, like, I remember, like, Just you'd fall off the map or whatever. Forward. Yeah, well, bas- well, basically, like, if you stand it, like, the way it worked was weird because I, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure I've got this close to right, if not completely right. Where, like, if you were in last place out of like, like, twelve out of twelve or whatever, or eight out of eight, I can't remember how many there were. Uh, you would like keep the bonus that you had until you braked first. So, like, if you have a rubber band bonus and you're in last place, as long as you didn't break, or or maybe it was if you don't touch a wall, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But there was it was just insane. You'd be like, I remember, <laughs> I specifically at the beginning of the race would get behind everybody, uh, and then I'd go and I'd just not hit a wall, and then I'd pass like halfway through the first lap, I just go flying by the guy in first place, and I just keep this bonus. I, I remember just being like, oh, I got this game. I'm so good at it. Anyway, hearing about that. Reminds me of my motorcycle game, and hearing you talk about it makes me think that that must be your favorite obscure old game. Because I know I'm thinking. I about also mine. played Snowboard Kids too, which was another one of oh, those. We talked about that one a lot. That's another racing game. But in the motorcycle game, mine, <clears throat> the AI it was tough. It was really tough, really tough to race against them and win. Mm-hmm. And oh, you'd feel good when you if you could finally win, but sometimes it was just. Bull crap! Like this mm-hmm. is this guy. This one guy is just fast for a reason. I can't beat him. Here's another thing about it: um, in Extreme G, when you play against AI, they basically always kept like the certain bikes were cert- were like better when AI played them. And so, like I remember, there was this red bike that was like a hover bike or whatever. It's like the hot rod of that. And I remember that bike almost always got first place when, when you played the computers. Mm-hmm. It was just the best one. Mm-hmm. And so in me and my friends' minds, when we play this game, like the red one was the cool one. And I just, for ever since then, if I see red thing, it's the fastest thing in my mind. And maybe that was not just because of Extreme G, but it's weird like thinking back on, you know, what? how much of this game altered the way that I, <laughs> you know, psychosomatically like see things now? Because I remember they had this like green and yellow weird frog looking one. It it was just had like this weird splotchy pattern, and it was always in last place. And now when I see green and yellow, I think, oh, that's lame, you know. It's like, it's like, and I'm like thinking, like, why? That's so specific that I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's it was always the last. It's like slow and stupid. But when I played it, it was just as fa- they're all the same. But like they made the AI play them on the hardest level this specific way. Yeah. Anyway, so so interesting. I want to play that so bad. A more recent game. <clears throat> I know I told you about it. That's old, but not that old. I probably played it when I was 14, I think. I was 14 years old, so this would have been 15 years ago. Woo! Ridge Racer 6 on the Xbox 360. So we're only back like two or three generations, but 
at the time, it was like the first 1080p game I ever played. It was hard. I played against the computer the whole series and played for like 60 hours and uh, finally beat the last race. And this is when I was kind of achievement hunting and I was just, I didn't get the achievement. I was so pissed. I double checked, triple checked. Like I did everything 100%, right? It says it says it's done. But the achievement didn't. I was so mad because that achievement was worth 250 each wow. game. I don't know about now. Um, I think it's still the case. You have a thousand gamer score possible to unlock winning against the whole thing. That was a 250. That's like the biggest achievement ever. Anyway, mm. I loved it enough to play it and grind it out. And ever since then, though, I just resented it. Mm. And I, like, I don't, I hate you now. I don't want to play you ever again. But yeah, it, that's not true because it was sitting in front of me. I would go, I want to feel how the car and, and the music and then hear the noise. Ah, nostalgia. Yeah. I would like to feel or experience the game again just to get that. Not as much as the older games, though. Those are way more like deep seated. Yeah. I want to ingrain renew those. No, that's so true, though. One of the things I thought about doing was, you know, it, when we do the show, I think we're going to largely try to do games that we've not played before, but we're going to revisit some of those old ones yeah. for sure. I think our priority and, is doing what's current or, mm-hmm. yes, people can find it, but then in our downtime or really, really rather in between the games that we're trying to keep up with, but if there's lulls, like mm-hmm. we've got, we've caught up. Let's go back now yeah. and pick either personal ones. Mm-hmm. Or old favorites, or games that were current but they're old now that we yeah. didn't get. And then we get now we get a chance, like Slenderman, for example. That's just an example. Mm. It was big almost ten years ago, so mm. you know there's there's never going to be a shortage. Yeah, so that'd be got, fun because I played so much Nintendo. There's a lot of games that I look back on fondly that I but are just Sharing really games great. Is gonna be fun. Yeah, it like will if be. you go, hey, here's it's worth having extreme. See, what's it called again? Something G. Extreme G. I think you're it's gonna, Extreme G, dude. I don't know. It, it could me. be Extreme We're going to Extreme G. This is a game I had when I was a kid, and Maltrack here if you try it. And I'll be like, this is Mortal mm. Tracks I finally got. This is the best thing ever. Oh, and so one br- of us or one or both. To clarify, I really actually think it's called Extreme GX. But because okay. the graphic looked like this, it was like yellow font, and it said Extreme, and then in a big letter, it said G, and then in a, in a very muted gray color, it said X. And so I think it was Extreme GX, and that the GX were just different colors. But because it said Extreme G in all yellow, I remember it as Extreme G. I didn't know that's it was what yellow. that's what we called it. Anyways, yeah, there's a. I also thought about the idea, like there's some games that I've played a couple or multiple times, but because I just they're my favorite games of all time, and I'd like to play them again just so you, so you can experience them. But I was like, why would I play them again? If I'm just going to do the same thing I always did. And so I thought it might be interesting to do like some sort of completionist type playthrough where I try to do everything in the game or whatever. But I don't know how that how interesting that is to people. Maybe it's satisfying. Nintendo games, right? Yeah, like like Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door or something. Yeah. Like that's a huge game. I, but if it's going to be a huge game anyway. There was well a time when I would want to 100% a game. But now yeah, with... Not just my lack of attention span, but my lack to commit to a video game in general because I feel like sometimes video games are a waste of time because I'm an adult. Remember there was a time when I would 100% this game. I've done a few, like 100% everything, mm-hmm. but now it's harder. The most recent game that I even got close to 100%ing was Breath of the Wild. Did 100% minus the side quests, as in... And the Koroks. Unlocked every... And the Koroks, sorry, thank you. The Koroks are a big deal with that <laughs> game. Yeah, shoot, yeah. Anyhow, 900 of them. Yeah, that'd be darn near impossible to do all the Korok seeds. But people even, do that. Even, even with a guide to tell you where they are, it's yeah. still almost overwhelming. You could be easy just to miss or mess up on one, and you, you got to start over, basically. I'm pretty sure the world record for 100% Legend of Zelda um, Breath of the Wild is 21 hours. But he did 100, like all the Korok seeds, all the shrines, wow. and then all the quests. I wow. think all the, I don't know if it's all the quests, actually. Huh, but it is all it's like beat the game because you know? because it counts up Korok seeds, but it doesn't count side quests. There's no tab in the game that goes, you did this many. Well, not that I know of. Maybe I'm wrong. Now that I think about it, I think I remember like being a journal. that says this mm-hmm. character wants you to find this thing. Yeah. So and you have to have like a really would, it would know the game would know if you've done them all or not. Yeah, boy. Played it twice. You got all the shrines twice, too, I think. Right? Yeah, I did all the shrines twice. That's crazy. I got halfway through the DLC before my Nintendo Switch and game got stolen. That's why I decided months or a year later, like, I want to beat the game. So I bought a new Switch, bought a new copy of the game, and started over, and I beat it. And I, ah. 
Yeah. That was the most expensive game I've ever played. <laughs> Actually, not just that. I bought the first Switch to play that game. Yeah. I didn't care about Switch, so I saw the game. I was like, I want to play that game. Well, so, hey, let me ask you this. Was it worth it? Um, Buying two Switches and two versions of that game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we're, I bet we'll have the listening show. We'll certainly have the listening show by the time Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. We're going to play that oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, my gosh. For How sure. exciting is that going to be? Oh, man. It's going to be hard to relinquish the controls. Okay, you can play for a bit. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be so perfect and fun. Nah, I'll, it'll be good. I'll, I'll have fun just watching, too. Yeah. Go over there. And, ah. yeah. I, think, I think you'll probably play more games than me. I don't know. Well, maybe it depends on uh, console. Like if it's Nintendo, Michael, like you, you know, we here you go. I want. Sure. I'd rather you did it. And versus like we're playing a PC shooter. Let me give it a, tr- a try. Kind oh of yeah, thing. like yeah. we have our strengths or whatever or sure. things we like. Like I'm really Excited. good at button mashing, and that's a lot of Nintendo games. Oh, so. we should have a button mashing. Co- like if we play uh, <laughs> yeah. Mario Party or some game we both play, and button mashing's involved, and then we get to see. I remember thinking that. I, I remember when we, I went to your house in Maryland one time. We played Mario Party, and I remember I was kind of sick, but we were playing Mario Party anyway. And they had one button mashing game, and I barely beat you, and I was surprised that I did. So. When was that? Uh, when I came and visited you and uh, and your girlfriend in Maryland. Oh, a couple years ago. We played Mario Party, and oh. uh, and your girlfriend brought her friend over. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, so that I don't know why, I I presumed, but but yeah, we did a button mashing game, and I remember thinking, I don't know who, and we were like kind of talking, like I don't know who would win a button mashing. You push game. the buttons, and then you watch the characters after the fact animate like they're still going so who knows mm-hmm. who's gonna so f- along that lines and something we talked about earlier i talked about how there's specific moments in other people's playthrough of a game that really stick out in your mind as like perfect moments because mm-hmm. it made you laugh i showed you one from the game grumps <gasps> yeah i showed you one from the game grumps recently where they were playing mario party 5 and he had a button mashing thing and he was like princess peach and so Digging. you just see like this petite little girl in a dress every and, time you push yeah. the button it animated the axe hitting the ground every Time and because he's go- pressing it so fast, you just see like a hammer that she's smacking this thing yeah. just vibrating yeah, on this so button, fast. and you hear, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the way he's yelling, <laughs> the way he yelled, it was so funny. It was so good. I wish I could just clip that moment and keep it. And of course, like, uh, like you'd see the it's just oh, it was so perfect. I've watched it like too. 20 it times. Started, the, the hitting started. Yeah! <laughs> it is such a, a passionate scream. Yeah. <laughs> we should get that as a sound. Yeah! <laughs> Can't think of how to use it, but it's the principle of the thing. If you ever need a sound of yelling, Ooh, it's going to have like Dan That's laughing a good in the lull background. Icebreaker sound. <laughs> you, can't, yeah. you can't maintain <laughs> silence after the hearing that. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally looking that up after this. Oh, oh I'm going to look up. Uh, what's it called again? Something GX. Extreme G. Ex- Extreme G. Extreme GX. Nintendo so. 64. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I have, Whenever I have time, I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look up motor tracks and try to get emulated on I, the PC. I promise Extreme G is a bad game. I promise it is. <laughs> but I it was so perfect game. to me. It was like flawed. I remember I, I used there was a, one of the battle stages that you always clipped through the floor. At this one like part, if you drove there a certain way, you just clip through the floor and fall, and it's like ah. Oh. And then so you just learn not to drive there. But like that's like it just perfect. I just I remember the spot too. I remember everything. It's such a beautiful game. Well, I I, was, I remember there was like layered. There was like layered. There was this one layered multiplayer episode, and it was so huge. That, like, I would play with my sisters. They hated playing with me because I was good at it. But mm. they would do it sometimes when they were bored enough. And I remember they'd, like, hide on different floors while I was, like, driving my motorcycle. Like, I'm going to find them and get them. And they're like, no, don't find us. And it was so fun. I loved it. Well, shoot. It was so good. I'm not going to. I'm going to take my passion for wanting to reminisce over my motorcycle game and turn that into action. And after this, I will yeah. do some work Extreme to try to GX. find it. And then we'll find out that not only were they not good, that they're not fun anymore. <laughs> they just suck. Like, I, I think it would be fun. I think we're going to enjoy them. I think we're yeah, going to yeah. if, if I would be absolutely astonished if neither of us smiled upon seeing it on the screen. Well, I know. I know I will like will enjoy it. I remember yeah. the map so well. 
I remember parts of maps well. There were several mm-hmm. maps. There's, I had a lot of racing games. I remember the noise very well. Sounds, I remember. Yeah, I had a lot of racing games. The other one I got, but it's not as obscure, but it was the uh, Star Wars pod racing game. Oh, yeah. I had that one. And that I, was the coolest thing. I didn't, was own, awesome. I didn't own it, but I had a neighbor, and I went to... Well, shoot. I, it was called Star Wars Pod Racer, and it was actually on the PS1 or PS2. So I don't know if it's the same game you're talking about, but it mm-hmm. was amazing. Okay, I have a story about it. This is, I actually really like this story. So <laughs> I, there was, where I used to live, there was the Great Mall. It's not even there anymore because yeah. it sucks. But the Great Mall had a GameStop in it. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was sort of a, re- like looking back on it, it was the best store ever because it had so many games. But it was kind of a junky game yep. store or maybe it wasn't a GameStop maybe it was game something I think it was GameStop I remember well anyway it was one of those where they put oh, no, stickers were, on I'm old sorry, no there interrupting. Were there were there's a GameStop and a game something else yeah it was the game it was like something a knockoff else. GameStop yeah and it didn't last it ran right. out of business shoot but before it did you're totally you're exactly sorry. right there was a GameStop too and I'd go to both but they were on opposite sides of the store yeah shoot but the older one the knockoff of the GameStop uh-huh. they they would have a whole bunch of used games that they'd literally just put stickers on the cartridge and then put it up there um and they had a ton of Nintendo 64 games so I'd go there all the time well then uh, Nintendo 64 had a couple of those specialty controllers, like it, whether it's steering wheels or something, but but they had a joystick. And the joystick was about as big as this audio interface, maybe almost a foot and a half wide and maybe a foot, um, you know, a foot deep or whatever. And it was a joystick that had buttons on it and it had the, the, the secondary knob that you could use to change your camera angle on the joystick. Mm-hmm. And it had two giant A and B buttons. And I was like, that's what, that's for pod racing. But it was $50. And I was, uh, I remember I was like, like on the glass like this, looking at the joystick. There was only one of them. It was, Mm -hmm. had a used sticker on it. Mm -hmm. And I was just like looking and longing of this joystick. And there was a kid right next to me doing the same thing. And he was like, and I remember I was like, I said something out loud, like, oh, I would be good for pod racing. He's like, I'm going to get it. And I looked over at him and he was like, I'm going to get it. And he said it again. And I looked at him like, and I looked back and there was only one. And I looked at the clerk and he's like, yeah, guys, there's only one. And he was like, mom, can I have it? And she's like, yeah, let me go get my wallet. And I was like, and I looked at my mom. I was like, mom, can I have it? And she's like, no, that's for him. And I was like, but I, well, but pod racing. Yeah. It turns out, um, turns out, um, they bought it and he took it away. I was crushed because it was the only one. Um, but then I went home and I was like, I like prayed. I was like, God, if, if I, if I ever get that joystick, then I'll be, I'll be happy. And then the next time I went in there, it was there again because they had sold it back. I said, what? And they said, yeah, they sold it back because the, because he didn't like it or whatever. And I was like, and so I remember I went home and then I asked all my neighbors, I went door to door. Can I mow your lawn for $5? And I and I did that all until I got I got forty five dollars and I was I was another I have crush I spent the whole weekend mowing lawns and I only got forty five dollars and then my mom said you know what and she gave me ten dollars and then she's like let's go get it and so she brought me there and I got to buy it and it was it was it was a junky controller but the the fact that I worked so hard for yeah, it and yeah, then I yeah. got it and I got to use it it was like the most rewarding it was like this is the best and I remember it did work. It no wonder work, that kid though. didn't appreciate it. He didn't have to do shit. But I, I worked you hard. To, you had to like it. Oh, yeah. Well, God the, works in mysterious ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so joking. Man, I remember, I remember I was like, this is so cool. And I plugged it in. And at first it didn't work. And I remember you had to turn it on in this weird way. And, and it got to the point, like, I used it the first few days. And it was like, it's the best. And then I realized it's just not as easy. Yeah. Because cause you actually have to control it like this instead of like Whatever. this. But so I did stop using it when I got older. But for those, like, for that week and a half that I Worth used it. it yeah, and absolutely then, worth it. Oh, a thousand percent. And plus, like, whenever I had my friends come over, I was, oh, you have that, you know. And I got they then they'd have to try it, and then they'd come to the same conclusion, like, yeah, it was fun, but it's way harder, and I would have won if I had the controller kind of thing. But it was so cool. That's a good story, man. I prayed about that. <laughs> I did. I spent my one of my good prayers on on that. I wish I'd have a good one, <laughs> one now. Of my, one of my hearty prayers. Yeah, God gives you like ten good ones your whole life. <laughs> And I spent one of them on that. <laughs> I used them all with my childhood for dumb things like ice cream that one time. And, 
and now I'm stuck with taxes. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. I could have used one of those now. Just one. He's yeah. like, no, you already you used, used it. You used, used all your good you prayers. Are, you used it on the crappy 64 <laughs> controller. Used your good prayers. <laughs> <laughs> Joking, by the way. Yeah. We're at exactly one hour and yeah, two I was seconds. Yeah, like, it's an hour. It is time for it to end. Okay, my I'm sister, sweating my a lot. sister lost her phone. I need to help her find it. All right. Hugs All right, well, thank you guys for listening to The Listening Show. Wish us luck, and if you have any good prayers left, just use one of them and ask that we can get the watching show. It'd be nice. But yeah. also, if you don't want to use one of your 10 good prayers, I don't blame you. Yeah, if you need it for something else, then Like a, then like a controller, like, you know, I can't blame you. Yeah, maybe you'll need it when and you're you like can't be hypocritical. So. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, guys. Uh, this was fun, and uh, we'll have you listen to us next time. Yes.